special episode. Got my buddy Philip Boo from the West Coast and out in Los Angeles. He hangs in with us to talk Spurs basketball. And then we get Steamy Stevie Garcia to drop in for a quick minute. And we're talking all things Spurs basketball. Just our hot takes at the moment as we go into the playoffs. It's a fun episode. Enjoy. Go Spurs go. We're running. We're gunning. We're going to get out of the first round. Yes, we are. First, Sirenova. Drop that beat, though. I got my main man, Phil Boo, out from L.A. It's his second appearance on a Bucking Spurs podcast. What is up, Felipe? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> Rob, thanks for having me again. No problem, man. Always. You're always welcome over here. So what's going down? Tell me. Give me the inside scoop. What's going on in La La Land? Oh, you know, the Lakers are still struggling, which I'm loving. And uh, I'm just uh, rubbing it in everybody's faces that Spurs are coming to the playoffs for, what is it, 20, 21st consecutive season or something like that? 20th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good to be consistent. So when in the beginning of the year, people were asking, okay, so is this going to be the first time that LeBron doesn't go to the playoffs? Or the first time that the Spurs don't go to the playoffs, and a lot of people bet their money on the Spurs. A lot. Oh my gosh! At the same time, I remember the power rankings before the even season started. Everybody was predicting Lakers being maybe like a third or fourth seed, making the playoffs, no problem. And uh, that doesn't look the case. Yeah, so some of these crazy summer Western Conference playoff, way too early Western Conference playoff predictions were were ridiculous. We should do a whole episode where we go and we pull out those, uh, we dig out those uh, predictions and kind of call the the guys who made them, call them on their shit, like on Twitter. Just get at them on Twitter. And, Man, dude, look, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, blah, blah, Because they were talking about the Spurs missing the playoffs. They had yeah. Jazz in there. I mean, not the Jazz. They had the Timberwolves in there. They had New Orleans in there. I was like, come on, bro. Yeah, that is crazy. And, the, yeah, the Spurs never get the respect from the media. But at the same time, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship for me because I feel like <laughs> Spurs somehow benefit from it staying under the radar every year. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That That's what this rodeo road trip kind of uh, kind of hurt us because we lost to New York. And we lost to some of these big teams on the East Coast. And everybody found out, you know, that we don't play that well on the road. Yeah, that uh, rodeo road trip is sad this year. It was rough. 
Yeah, we did. We definitely played pretty well against the Raptors. That was an enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came came up short. Oh man, dude, the way that game ended. Mm-hmm. Rough. We were supposed to just walk away with that win. We're supposed to just walk away with it, dude. And then Kawhi picks Demar, strip steal, yeah. classic Kawhi. Uh, oh man, I hated seeing that all over social media. But at the same time, I felt like Demar had a had a solid game. Oh, he had a he had a huge game. Uh, well, oh, yeah. like he was so emotional with all the welcome back stuff, and <clears throat> you know, I think it was a good kind of like, yeah, okay, let's uh, let's sign the divorce papers here and let's uh, go on our married lives, you know, type of game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he busted out that. Insane 360 layup that game. <laughs> That's right. That was sick. Yeah. So talk to me, Phil. What what are your uh, your bright spots? Your bright spots from the season. I know that you love Derek White, and let me tell you, I love Derek White. Oh man, I think he he's a huge part of the team right now, and he he's essential just being that. That that guy, you know, that when everybody else is, you know, struggling and trying to find some points, he's he seemed to to pull through. Especially that huge fourth quarter he had against Atlanta, oh. just uh, hitting three balls, just playing with confidence on on both sides of the field, and the court, just dominating, looking good. Yeah, and uh, and it seems like it doesn't matter who who he's up against. He, he you know he's getting results. Yeah, he's getting it done against Russell Westbrook, against OKC, against a very young and athletic Denver team. He had really good games. Um, we throw him on Kawhi. We throw him on their best player of the other team. He guards Damian Lillard every time we play Portland. You know, like he's, like you said, dude, he's not scared. We're so much better. We need Derek White. I feel like, okay, Phil, who is the most important player to you on the court for the Spurs? Mm. Man, that's tough. Because, uh, you know, Spurs basketball, I need to see it from everybody. But I, I would say I'm going to go with LaMarcus. But at the same time, it's like, it, it seems like all season, if LaMarcus has the big game, then maybe DeMar's struggling that game, or maybe Rudy's struggling that game. But if we can get man all our guys clicking on, on having a good game, the same game, we look tough to beat, man. Because I've seen some nasty things from DeMar. Rose. I mean, sorry, DeMar, fucking Rudy Gay, LaMarcus, and now Derek White is showing up big. And we got Burton's that can you shoot, kind of spread the court for us. Um, Bellinelli, you know, he he can easily drop 19 points really quick <laughs> and uh even and even though sometimes he's shooting these you know one-footed three balls and i'm like oh no oh yes <laughs> and uh man yes the spurs are it's more exciting than ever to watch right now i think yeah we're playing a very exciting brand of uh basketball you know what i mean like we're moving the ball it's very similar to 2013 2014 except that that old school that running gun spurs is our bench unit you know what i mean when our bench gets on the on the floor when you get patty marco um 
Bertans. You get these guys out and running the floor and shooting the three. Oh, man, dude, it's so much fun. And then but with the first stringers, it's kind of like methodical. You know, get LaMarcus the ball on the left hand, on the left block, you know, or get DeMar DeRozan coming off, you know, a high screen or whatever it is. You know, real like, let's get these guys the ball. And that's where Derek White is so important because I agree with you, dude. It's hard to to pick one person to be, like, our most important guy because you're you're right like we're we win games when LaMarcus Aldridge has 20 and 10 like if he gets 20 and 10 like our winning percentage goes through the roof oh yeah you know what I mean like we're just so good because DeMar DeRozan is going to drop his 20 points like every game it seems to to me of anything we can walk away this season knowing that you know what like no matter what DeMar DeRozan for like 90% of the season is going to get us 18 to 27 points a game. Sometimes even 35, you know, shit like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But even at that, I would say that Derek White is the guy that can kind of put those pieces. Yeah, he puts those pieces in the right spots. He knows how to orchestrate them. Like, those are the weapons, and Derek White is such a true point guard. He he just controls the game, and when he's not on the floor, it's it's like you just see five guys playing basketball. But when you see Derek White on the floor, he's so smart. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, I'm either gonna go to the rack, get Lamarcus or Demar Derozan the ball, or find the open guy, like or take my shot. Like it's real simple. He's such a, a good decision maker. That I feel without him, we're like in the same spot Minnesota and and the Lakers are. You know what I mean? Just kind of struggling. Uh, yeah. yeah, looking from the outside he's in. That floor general. Mm-hmm. And he's stepping up. He's stepping up into that role. Like he's like you said, dude. He's just he's not scared. Yeah, and I agree, man. He I feel like he's playing smart basketball, and he he he's definitely doing more than just playing his role i feel like right now or he's filling filling those shoes that we need to be filled right now mm-hmm. most definitely dude most definitely yeah uh, except uh, man but yeah that, that rodeo road trip man that was uh i was really disappointed i think we could be in a different position right now instead of the seventh seed if we could have squeezed some wins out of there yeah well right um, now we're like in a three-way tie for sixth place Right, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. We're all right, the Kings. Yeah, or, 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 yeah. Us, the Clippers. Um, the Kings are right behind us, and mm-hmm. Houston. Houston is like two games in front of us, but it's because they have two less losses than us. You know what I mean? Like, like we're we're all kind of still right there, close to each other. So a lot of, can happen in the last fifteen games or so. Um. But the Spurs picked a perfect time to drop some nuts and get back home off this rodeo road trip and just kind of regather ourselves and go on a four-game win streak, dude. Huge. Big win. Hell, yeah. Against against tough teams, Against tough. quality teams. Mm -hmm. Against tough teams. But but, but talking about that, we're currently in seventh. Mm -hmm. If the playoffs were to happen today, we'd be playing the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. We just finished playing the Nuggets and Thunder, both going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather see in the first round well, between the Nuggets and Thunder? 
I think everybody is kind of licking their chops at the Nuggets. Like, everyone's like, oh, here's this first-year team in the playoffs. They have no playoff experience. They're young. They're good. But they just, you know, they're they're kind of the fresh meat in this whole playoff run. You know, we haven't seen Denver in the playoffs in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And and so every, <coughs> I'm not going to lie. I want Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Paul George is a bad man. Yes, I yes, I don't want no part of war- the Warriors or OKC um, until the second round. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I got my uh, my girlfriend um, screaming at me that dinner's ready, but um, <laughs> I really hope it's not uh, Greg Popovich's last season. He made he made a weird comment to the media earlier this year, mm-hmm. and uh, man, that would be uh, we have been so spoiled with the Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, Greg Popovich era, and uh, I'm, I'm not ready to let go of Pop. I want to stay. We need to sign a petition before it even happens. <laughs> I know, dude. Or like, could we just get him like? co-working with rc where they're like there in the stands every game still a big part of what we do but you know you know i i, I bet if he, if he does i bet he's still going to be uh you know associated with the spurs franchise and he's going to be doing something i think with, but who knows he's got he's got some vineyards in, in oregon area i heard he might just uh just enjoy himself <laughs> Yeah, and he's deserved it. Like, yeah, this might be his last season. Let's fucking give him one more championship. All right, Phil. Well, hey, Phil, where can people find you on Instagram? Crispy Phillip. You already know. Crispy Phillip, baby. Make sure you go and add Phil. Phil, thank you so much for, for hanging out, man. We'll do it again soon. Oh, yeah, man. Hope to see you soon. All right. Adios, Felipe. See ya. Go Spurs, go. Big shout Big shout out to Philip for hanging out with us. Phil, all the way out in LA. A Bucking Spurs podcast is brought to you by Eris Energy. Smart, clean, and renewable energy. You can reduce the amount of waste that you produce. You can start producing your own energy. And you can monitor how your energy is being outputted. It is a no-brainer to go solar. Why should you? Because you're going to save money. You're going to be energy dependent. You're going to lock in a rate for 20 or more years. You're going to put a solar system on your house that can is going to increase the value of your home or property. Solar can heat or cool your home. Systems can be installed on the roof or the ground. Solar panel systems are way more affordable now than they were even just 5, 10 years ago. Um, And usually um, they're installed with no money down um, if you qualify. So make sure that you Facebook R-T-R-E-J-O Solar on Facebook to book your appointment in the Rio Grande Valley area. Again, that's R-Trejo Solar on Facebook to book your free quote today. Now, back to the pod. Go, Spurs, go. The other day, I prank called Steven, and I just did it again right before this pod. And he knows it's me now, and I'm going to call him back, and let's see what he has to say. Uh, Hello? 
Does daddy want some pickles? <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> like, seriously, man. <laughs> On the phone, I hung up. I was like, oh, God, I hung up. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, people still do this? <laughs> <laughs> I got you the other day, too. You what? I got you the other day, too. When? The other day, I called you, and you're like, hello? And I was like, does daddy want some pickles? I didn't hear, I didn't hear that. And you just hung up, dude. You just hung up on me. <laughs> and dude, you're literally like 12 years old. Like, this is shit that I would do, like, when I first, like, started using a phone, like, when I was, like, at, like fucking at home, like, before cell phones were out and shit. You're so stupid, dude. So, Steven, Steven Garcia, the steamiest of Stevens, the Garcia of Garcia. What's up? Talk to me about my spurs, baby. How my spurs... Coming around, turning this corner, going into the playoffs. They're they're coming in hot, is what they're doing. <laughs> well, we play very coming well. At a home. Shower, huh? Well, we play very well at home. Yeah, well, we got the road win last night in Atlanta. That was good. It was a good win, man. It was a big. It was like it wasn't a close. Well, no, it was close. It was close the whole way, but mm-hmm. they they closed the game perfectly. You know, they pulled. It was like three or four points with like three minutes left, and then they pulled it out to like eight, nine points with under a minute left. That's what they need to do. They need to close out games. They did it in that one. Yeah, that's something that we've been struggling to do all season. Yeah, so they're doing – I liked what I saw the last game and stuff. The Lakers are imploding. I love it. Like, I, I mean, I'm not a LeBron hater. I just like seeing like, hey, this is going to be some different shit. I'm tired of seeing LeBron dominate. I'm tired of seeing, you know – we're still going to see Golden State just wreck on people. We need to get out of that eight seed. Well, we I, tired of, tonight we're in the tired of facing seed. them first round and getting obliterated. I'm Two tired years of in a shit. row. Two years in a row. It's getting old. Like, come on, come on now. We're in the seventh seed though right now. Um, but there's still like a good fourteen, fifteen games in front of us. Anything could happen. Yeah, we just got to get out of the eight seed. I don't want to play Golden State, man. Fuck that. Would you rather I like miss the against- playoffs? Or play Golden State. I like I like this against the Nuggets. I think we can beat the Nuggets. Oh yes, I think I think we can too. And I think at the end of the day, Pop will win us that series. You know, we can play terrible, but Pop will have us playing the right kind of terrible that still might be good enough to beat you know Denver, an inexperienced, yeah. inexperienced young team. Yeah, we can get Nuggets, and, and then if we can have ahead. like who's a who's ahead of us right now? I don't know. The but... Jazz, the Jazz, the... and. Oh, us, the Jazz are good too. The Clippers. We're in a three way tie. A three way tie for six. Yeah. You see, here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. This is the first time in forever where the ninth and tenth spot aren't like right on the eighth spot's tail. So it's like I'm I feel pretty secure. We have like a five game spread over the ninth seed. And five games is a lot, bro. Like, five games is not good enough to try to make the playoffs. Like, you're done. You're done. 
Like if 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 right now you're not a game and a half to two games behind the the eighth spot in the West, you don't have a shot. Usually that's how it goes. It's so competitive. Um, yeah. So we're making the playoffs. Yeah. We're making the playoffs. I don't see us not making the playoffs. It's just trying to come up with this sixth or seventh seed to play the Nuggets or maybe the Rockets in the first round. Obviously the Nuggets, right? But Houston, I'll take my, I'll take the odds against Houston too, and I wouldn't mind losing to Houston if Houston beat us. Like I'm okay with that. Houston's fucking good, you know. But if we beat Houston, I think you know there's a chance for that too if we're playing our best and we have yeah. Houston's number. Yeah, Houston has weaknesses. I mean, it's like if Houston's healthy, which they finally are, now they're just fucking tearing people apart. Like it's just when it's hard to beat Houston when they got like Harden and Paul and Eric Gordon and Capella on the floor at the same time with Tucker. It's hard. It's hard. They're a good team, mm-hmm. but but um, thing is, is they're never healthy. There's always one of those two, one or two of those guys is always hurt. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's just, um, I think we're in good shape as long as we don't. I just don't want to see us fucking get obliterated by Golden State again, dude. Like that sucks. I don't. I don't want to play those guys. Yeah, but hey, um, I'm gonna take a shower, man. Okay, steamiest of Steven, make sure that that shower is extra steamy for your boy. Okay, this is a quick spoiler warning. Steven and I are gonna break down the trailer that came out this week for Game of Thrones. So you've been warned. All right, here we go. Hey, have you seen the Game of Thrones trailer? Yes, dude. I just saw it today. Dude, this trailer came out Tuesday, and I'm it's Thursday, and I'm barely see barely seeing it. I don't know, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, I saw the well today. I saw the breakdown of it from IGN. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, dude. I was breaking it down too, dude. Just my brother. Like there was so much. So who's dude. Arya? Who's Arya running from? I think that she in that scene. That's the same night as the last scene where like this war is about to go down. Or is already going down, and Aya's hunting, like like running to go get dragon glass or go get the dagger or go get something. You know. What yeah. I mean? Well, so, she has dragon glass in her hand, and she has Valerian steel on her waist. But she has. So she. Yeah. But she, she has whatever she has, whatever it, she needs to kill it. But I'm like wondering, like, who scene. the fuck she running from? It. It has to be like. That's either the, one of the the dead. Or it has uh, to be like maybe it's a surprise. Yeah. So I'm thinking like it's gotta be the dead. You know, who should be running from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's something something that would actually scare her because mm-hmm. nothing scares her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing so. scares her. And I, I I think though that one scene where she's has a dragon glass in her hand, that's obviously a different scene, like it's during the day and stuff. But Yeah, she had a cape on. She had her cape on. Yes. Um dude, but the when she was running, was... she didn't have a cape on. I was paying attention to the voiceovers. I'm like, okay, first it's Aya, right? She's talking first. And then it's Bryn or Bran, Bran, or the three-eyed raven. I'm sure, you know, he's yeah. like transgender now, so he doesn't like to use his old name. You know, he's this new thing. Um, Bran is now, you know, Betsy. Yeah. Betsy. <laughs> no, he's the three-eyed raven. And he, so he talks, and then Jon Snow talks right after him. And yeah. to close it out, you had uh, Jamie Lannister finish out. You know, so I, I'm I'm trying to see that. I'm like, okay, those four. 
Maybe, maybe. It's yeah, well, Jamie's like telling Cersei that he's like not going to be loyal to her, that he's going to fight for the living mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I think they, I, John finds out that he fucked his aunt because they're at the, like, it's shown like two scenes where like John's like, Looking down, all sad at the at the at where at the burial ground of his of his, of his mom or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she comes up to him, and then like like later on, it pans to her, and she has like that oh fuck look on her face, like when she closes her eyes and stuff, uh-huh. like either she's pregnant with an incest baby or she just found out herself. Because mm-hmm. Bran, I think Bran and and, and Sam. is the one who told yeah. told John that of the incest. What Bran is saying in the voiceover. I think he is talking to John. He's talking about everything he went through has led you to where you're supposed to be, and that's here right now. Yeah, like it's either that. John or Jamie. Yeah, I think it's. It I think could it's be John, Jamie because I think he's at Winterfell, and I don't know. Yeah, see, because Jamie's Jamie, at Winterfell, like he, uh, like from the start. Well, Jamie's on his so. way to Winterfell, and I think he's there at the end. I'm not sure if he's there on that last shot on the on that line on the front line, but he's on a ship. And then later it shows the ship like on fire, like if he's you know being, un- being wait the attacked. ship was uh like like the ship of you mean the one with the cells of the of the the Greyjoy cells, yeah, that ship is uh the gold fleet or whatever the ones that that Cersei had sent uh oh. that fucking guy Greyjoy or whatever the the Greyjoy that walked out of them on the pit when John was demonstrating the dead or whatever, the Greyjoy that walked out of it supposedly was on her side. She sent his ass to go get this fleet of the gold something, the gold whatever the yeah. fuck, and I think that's who it was. From the iron, the yeah, the cell swords. Um, yeah. But but I think it's Jamie on that. Oh, it's Jamie on that ship though. I feel like, or unless unless I saw it wrong. The leader, the leader facing away. Yeah. No, that's no, that's uh. Theon. That's not Jamie. I'm not Theon. No, it's it's a guy that we haven't met yet. He's oh. the leader of he's the le- he's the leader of the golden something. I don't oh, know what the so fuck the name that was that she sent like for the unknown. the golden fleet or the gold fleet or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you yeah, see, there I, were those, those mercenaries or whatever the mercenaries that she sent Grey uh, Joy to go get. And apparently, he went to get them. But it's yeah. a different dude. He's like a mercenary or whatever from like I don't know. And then it shows the guy from the bank there, the Iron Bank, which means, like, she has to pay her debt to him, I guess, because she borrowed money from the bank to go and pay these mercenaries. And you see the guy with the with the, with the the book there and shit, like. Okay, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so it's going to be epic. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait. apparently, yeah, well, what they're thinking is that's the first three episodes. Like, the battle is going to happen in episode three. Mm-hmm. Is what they is what the breakdown said that they had pretty much hinted that the battle's gonna happen in like episode three is when they're gonna have this fucking crazy battle. You see, I'm okay. And the with Night that. King is targeting somebody. The Night King, the actor, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He spoiled that the the Night King is like targeting somebody. Now he didn't say who he's targeting. Like people are thinking, oh, Jon Snow, but like some people are also saying it's uh, what's his face's girlfriend, the fat guy, the fat guy who cured. Uh, What's his face from the grayscale? The the fat dude, Sam, with the little girl with the little, with the little girl with the baby, Sam Tally. Sam, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam well, the, the, that baby or whatever, uh, the the, the Nightwalkers the had the come after that baby before <laughs> in uh-huh. previous seasons. 
So the 19 could be going after the baby and the girl or whatever. And then it shows like the fat guy like looking like to, like looking to his side like kind of he was kind of worried like man maybe he has to protect him or whatever. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of theories. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. This this next uh, five weeks, no, these next seven weeks are gonna be crazy. We're gonna get Captain Marvel, which is coming out tonight. Then we get yeah. Then we get Game of Thrones, and we also get Avengers Endgame. Like, yeah, oh all in the oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That's crazy, dude. Marvel's hitting them back to back months with those. That's, that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna it's be nice crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Big shout out to Phil for coming in all the way from LA. Uh, big shout out to Steven Garcia for hanging out with us as well. Big shout out to Aris Energy for sponsoring this podcast. Make sure that if you're looking for Aris Solar Energy, you're looking at artrejosolar at gmail.com to schedule your appointment if you are in the Rio Grande Valley, San Antonio, Austin, Corpus area. Now, a fucking Spurs podcast, Spurs basketball is here, baby. And we're back for the playoffs. <laughs>